doms and subs, masters, mistresses and slaves, owners and pets, daddies, mommies and littles, primals and prey, switches, heathens, kinksters and deviants, welcome to Legion After Dark. Hello and welcome to Legion After Dark. I'm your host, Lady M. Swan, and I am back. I've missed you all so much. Deep down from the bottom of my heart, did I miss you all? Um, so, after a very long hiatus due to my laptop essentially turning into a massive paperweight and uh, several screw ups with postage, <laughs> we have a new laptop and are back. I would like to personally thank each and every member of the Facebook group. You guys have been amazing. You've been loyal, you've been funny, and you've been incredibly supportive during this time that I've not been able to get an episode out. So thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. It brightens my day every day that I log into Facebook and see that you posted something fun. <laughs> So, um, so thank you very much. Um, I won't go into a whole lot of backstory or anything like that with why it's taken so long. Just laptop issues, they are now fixed. You don't need a story. <laughs> However, uh, I have been up to quite a lot. I've made some new mistress friends in the same town as me, apparently. There are quite a lot of us. I've been to several dungeon events, including a nude uh, clothed female nude male and slave auction event at a local dungeon that I just went to a couple of weekends ago it was really fun and very successful and we raised some money for the air ambulance in town so I asked you know when you hand that money over to them what's it gonna say they put it down as a ladies day which I love <laughs> um, so without further ado here is the trailer for the official first terrible movie that I'm reviewing on this podcast, Zapet 2006. Enjoy the trailer. There are two kinds of unconditional love in our modern world. A love between a mother and her child, and the love between a master and his pet. I found her. She's beautiful, she's smart, and she's very obedient. Are you Mary Palmer? Hi. I had an eviction notice on my door. Don't worry. This check is for $10,000. There must be a mistake. What do you want me to do? So what have you brought us today, Sammy? Well, I picked her up a week ago. She's a little feisty. Feisty? When human beings are trained as pets, it changes not only their personality, 
but their whole perception of being human. Life's just a game of survival anyway. Nobody cares. Let's see. Good girl. All right, welcome back. Um, the acting is every bit as bad as it sounds in the trailer. So let's get right into it. The beginning scene of the movie consists of flashing back and forth between a woman who is uh, wa being sort of led naked into the forest where she's tagged with one of the ear tags that you do with sheep or cattle and uh, hung upside down and weighed, which is great. I fully love that. Um, and flashes to another sleazy guy in a sports car taking pictures with a very old Polaroid camera. Um, it's meant to be set in California. Obviously, this is a French movie, so a lot of French people pretending to be American people, which very rarely ever goes well. Not saying it never goes well, but Odds are it's not going to go well, and it doesn't. Um, so uh, we meet our future pet, and I would tell you her name, but honestly, I can't even remember it because she is that much of a wet blanket. It's basically a downtrodden woman living in poverty, selling flowers with her abusive boyfriend, um, and the whole movie is just her accepting random crap that comes her way, like, eh, what, whatever, you know, I'll do that. Yeah, so that is pretty much her thought process through the whole thing. She just accepts whatever it is someone tells her. So her cat died on the operating table because her shitty boyfriend clearly beat it to death or something. And she breaks up with him I guess she never even really says it's over until later on when he calls and she's like I don't want to talk to you and he's like ah oh, bitch um, and it, it's it's very much a don't you care about anything kind of situation and I think that maybe she doesn't I think that maybe she just straight up doesn't give a shit about herself about her life about anything um but they are trying to portray it as she's had some, you know, hard luck. You know, her parent, her family and her, we found out later on in the movie, had lived in a car at one point. She's just, fuck it, you know, I can barely survive in this world, so nothing matters. You know, hashtag relatable. <laughs> so she uh, meets this man who comes to buy flowers from her. Now... I just want to touch on this earlier scene for a minute before I carry on because I think it's important for context of how unlikable everyone in this movie is okay so earlier in the movie we see this guy and another man a bald dickish military looking type of dude and they are in kennels examining this girl that is locked in there from this you know, guy that basically sells, he takes and sells women as pets, right? So this guy, rich man, we'll call him. So rich man, he had a Irish setter called Tara. And he loved his dog so much that when it died, he thought, 
you know what? What if I get a human and just train them to be a dog? I mean, that's totally a normal thing to do, right? Let's, that's a process. My actual dog died. I'll replace it with a woman who is trained to be a dog. The other bald guy is a human trafficker who buys and trains pets for human, uh, for organ harvesting. And the reason he trains them as pets is for reasons. Like it never, it never explicitly says he's a human trafficker. He buys pets so that he can harvest their organs for lots of money. I don't know why he trains them as pets. I don't know why the rich man is seemingly friends with this human trafficker and knows this human trafficker, but I do not like the implication that people that are involved in consensual slavery and pet play and submission just just kick it on the weekends with human traffickers. You know, we just, we just hang, we get together, we play some video games, we play some Minecraft, you know? And traffic humans, that's kind of our thing. Like, I, I don't like the... I don't like them putting human trafficking and BDSM side by side like that. And that is a theme throughout the entire movie. Um, <laughs> they tend to be running the same circles in this movie. And I don't know about any of you kinky people out there, but I've been to... Plenty of events. I've been involved in the BDSM scene for a while, and I've yet to meet a honest to goodness, straight up human trafficker. Not one. You know why? We don't fucking hang out. Human traffickers, that's a whole different social group than kinksters. And the fucked up thing is, is that this has to be explained. But I don't think it necessarily does have to be explained. I don't think anybody believes that there is a correlation there. Anyway, so, rich man meets downtrodden flower girl after his her picture was shown to him by sleazy car camera guy. Are you, are, are you loving the name so far? Because honestly, every character is so unlikable and boring and badly acted and badly done that you just honestly do not remember names. Even, I don't, you know what? I can't even for sure tell you that they give you names. Obviously, the, the girl, the girl who becomes the pet she has a name Gigi or good girl he'll have a name I remember Tara's name I remember the name of that fucking dead dog like it was nothing because he goes on and on about it for ages and I thought that's the most ridiculous mentality to come into pet play with but it's you know it's a movie so I digress <laughs> um, so he buys some flowers for her and he tells her she's pretty and he gives her some money and tells her to keep the change, you know. And then says, oh, you look sad. What's wrong? And she tells him she's had a bad week. You know, her cat has died. And he just, oh, that's awful, you know. And he invites her to lunch. So she goes to lunch with him. And he chats with her a bit. Gives her, I don't know, gives her like a, a check for a couple of grand or something like that. And, you know, he's like, this is for your pain. Have some money. He's basically just splashing money around. I have plenty of money. I will give it to you. Is the message we're getting from this, from rich man. So at the end of the lunch, he orders a really nice dessert and has her sit on the floor and he feeds her. Classic 
thumb and sub scene right there. I mean, it, most kinky movies, there's going to be some sort of a feeding thing. And nothing wrong with that. I love a feeding scene. But, I mean, I guess, like I said, she just goes with whatever. She's just like, yeah, yeah, that's totally normal, cool, everyday thing. I'm down for it. Now, this is a supposedly vanilla woman. <laughs> um, and with no explanation. So he says, come out to my mansion. We'll bury your cat. And I'll give you some more money because I'm such a nice guy. And so she's obviously, yeah, awesome because the vet's trying to charge her to take the body away and blah, 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 all of that, you know, all that mundane crap that we do not care about. None of us care about her vet bills at this point. So they, uh, she goes out to his mansion and she's, he puts certain lines in the movie, whoever wrote this, to make it seem, make her seem almost childlike. Like she gets there and she's like, this place is awesome, you know. And, you know, it very much uh, portrays her as being this sort of naive, childlike person. Which clearly she must be, because she's just going along with whatever. Um, so, over the course of the day, she looks around the grounds. He has his housekeeper um, take the casket out and bury it. And that's, you know, and he, they come back and it's all normal and he talks to her about being a pet he says how about if you spend two days being trained as my pet I'll give you 10 grand and she's like yeah of course she she her mentality and she says this over and over again in the movie I can put up with anything for two days none of that is consensual I can put up with it is not yes you know I mean I can put up with getting punched in the face for you know, a while. It doesn't mean that I want to be punched in the face. It means that I can be. And that's sort of her mentality throughout the entire thing. Well, until she's completely in her doggy personality. So he, uh, for, he puts a collar on her. The same collar that his dead dog wore, apparently, which is actually really nice, to be perfectly honest. Like, I loved the collar. I thought it was really cute. It was metal, and it had little nodes on the inside of it that could... So it acts as a shock collar as well, but it looks really nice. So I kind of got to give it to him for that. It is a nice collar. If I found a collar like that, I would order it. <laughs> um, and... We proceed. He takes her. He takes her clothes because pets don't wear clothes. They at least got that right. Pets shouldn't wear clothes. I know they have to sometimes, but you know, I mean, no. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so takes her clothes, and he begins her training. He plays fetch with her. He walks around on a lead, and as he observes her running, he says, "Oh, she runs like a retriever." So on goes the blindfold. Now I'm going to be fully honest with you here. I do not know anything about retriever training. I am not sure if they blindfold dogs all the time while they're training them or if that is something they put in the movie to I don't I I don't know. I do not know. I probably should have researched it, but the movie is not good enough for me to spend that kind of time on on getting to the bottom of this. But it, so he blindfolds her and she's blindfolded most of the time. 
Unless she has a target or an activity that she's doing. Uh, she's blindfolded when she's put to bed. She's uh, Another good thing about this movie, the cage is actually gorgeous. The cage that she sleeps in, her bed, uh, is a pyramid cage. And it is a stunning cage. So, overall, everything about the movie is shit. Except for the gorgeous cage and the really nice collar that she wears. Other than that, crap. <laughs> um, so, yeah. She wears the blindfold all the time as part of this retriever training, and she has to run quite a lot. Uh, after the, at the two days end, he's like, okay, here's your money. This is your money. It's yours. Have it. However, if you want to come and stay for, let's say, six-month contract, I'll give you 50 grand. And he gives her a couple of days to think about it, which, I mean, I don't even know why. I don't know what the point of this part of the movie was, because we all know she's going to be like, yeah, okay. Um, but he says, if you agree to think about it, strip down and kiss the tops of my feet. Fine. Wonderful. Go for it. Um, protocol is important. I'm not, I'm not even talking shit on that part, because protocol is important. So she does this. And then she goes away for a couple of days to think about it. And it shows her in the couple of days with her shitty abusive boyfriend trying to get back in her life in her shitty apartment that she literally just paid rent for a few days earlier. Um, and she's like, she basically says, fuck it. She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just run away from my life and become this guy's pet. Few things I have issue with on this, okay? There is a mentality with a lot of submissives out there that a dominant is the solution to your problems. That all you need is a good mistress or a good master to come in and take control of your life and make all the decisions for you and you'll be happy. And that is not how life works. It's not reality. I do not have a mansion for you to come and live in. I do not have servants' quarters for you. And I don't have the income to support you while you just lounge around and clean all day. Absolutely not. And most masters and mistresses don't. We are not, we're regular people. We are not independently wealthy. Um, what I can offer you is structure and training and dominance. I cannot solve your problems. We are not psychiatrists. We are not doctors. We are not there for that. You need to have yourself together first, okay? Before you even look for a dominant, have yourself together. Have yourself in a place where you have your own security and your own mental well-being and go from there. This thing with movies about oh she's she's obviously she's an abusive relationship and she's so poor and blah 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 yeah it's a fantasy though so please remember that because I get too many messages where they don't seem to understand <laughs> that this is not real um, are there independently wealthy dominants out there I'm sure there are of course there are just like there are absolutely dirt poor dominants out there, there are middle class dominants. There's every type of class and economic background, style, race, religion, philosophy, whatever. There's a dominant for it. But 
that is not going to solve your problems. If you have a problem with past trauma, if you have a problem with mental health, if you have a problem, any of those problems, we cannot fix for you. Um, but she's like, yeah, that just guy's gonna, you know. So of course she strips down and kisses his feet, signifying that she will stay for six months. And so the training begins. He uh, does the pretty much the same stuff. He takes her, uh, has his driver take her into the woods. And here we meet the rednecks. Now these two seem to be in charge of tagging slaves or submissives or both or and pets or maybe just pets or I, it never specifies. But they do the ear tag on her. And they brand her. Now, again, let's talk about this six-month contract and he's branding you? No. You're only supposed to be there for six months. Why would you accept a permanent mark that early? But again, it's a movie. And they're human traffickers, so, you know, they don't give a shit. They're just like, eh. Um, and he even says, the redneck that does the branding or and the tags, he says, well, if she's not for sale, then why does she need a tag then? And it's because, oh, well, he likes to mark his property. And I think that's a common, that's a pretty common thing with doms. We all like to mark our property. Uh, but a permanent mark is something that you have to earn as far as I'm concerned. If you serve me loyally for long enough, you'll get your brand. You'll get your piercing. You'll get your tattoo. You'll get a permanent mark, but you have to earn it. And it takes a long time to earn it. Um, but, you know, as far as their, this world is concerned... Straight away, let's just let's just tag her and bag her. So the driver brings her to him with on her lead, and she's got her little tag on and everything, and she is officially his. Now, in the background of this story, there's another story happening involving a couple who, uh, I'm guessing the boyfriend throws shows, events, some kind of crap like that, and keeps borrowing money off of bald guy from the beginning of the movie. Now, he wants to borrow more money, and he's already in debt. So, and they're like, well, you can't sell a kidney because that's only like 10 grand. So, you know, and you owe us 20. And so, dude offers up his girlfriend. He's like, uh, you know, can you just be collateral for me for a month? And obviously, immediately, they, they strip her down and start training her to be a pet as well. So I'm guessing she's meant to represent either a non-consensual pet as opposed to the other woman's consensual pet, or this is the director's version of another type of consent that doesn't involve kidnapping, I guess? I, I mean, it it's very unclear what point they're trying to make with this. Um, maybe she's just there as a prop to show that the other guy can't be trusted. But as far as I'm concerned, no one in this movie can be trusted because they all hang out with fucking human traffickers. Like, you can't trust anybody here. Who are we supposed to be rooting for in this film? Are we supposed to be rooting for the Dom? Because he hangs out with human traffickers. You know, he willingly went and saw a slave that he was potentially going to get to be his pet that was clearly not there consensually and he was he was just like I don't want her don't waste my time did he report to the police did he do anything no so who is it that we're supposed to give a shit about in this movie because as far as I can see it's no one the answer is no one 
So they meet up at uh, this meeting in Utah. I'm not even joking. It's like a team building weekend for human traffickers and this guy. Because so far, this guy's the only one that's been portrayed as not being involved in the human traffic trade. Um, But then again, he is rich, so maybe that's where he gets his money from. It must be because he's at this retreat with Gigi, his, you know, downtrodden doggy. Um, And they play fetch a bit, and he brings her in. Now, keep in mind, she is only been there for a couple of weeks you know like it's not been that long but apparently she's she's been so modified with her behavior that she actually thinks and acts like a dog and uh everyone's just oh amazing the other one is there who they have named taps and she gets sold off I'm guessing for her organs because that seems to be you know I mean it they don't say that that's the only type of human trafficking that they do, but there are a lot of references to organ harvesting, and there not so much any other type of human trafficking. So I'm not sure if this is a focused, like specialized group of tra- traffickers or what. Um, but I shit you not, at one point in their team building weekend in Utah. They actually toast and say it has been a banner year for human trafficking. And I cannot imagine human traffickers actually calling themselves that and actually speaking like that. They have to have another name for it, is what I'm saying. If I were a human trafficker, I wouldn't be like, oh, oh yeah, I'm a human trafficker. No. You have to think of a better, you know, something that sounds less shady, you know. I'm in imports and exports. Something, you know, anything else. But uh, apparently these guys were were not, they're not worried about legalities. (laughs) They want to do their team building weekend. And of course, the unscrupulous, mean, bald man uh, steals, like sneakily steals the ownership chip that goes with Gigi's tag on her ear. So he puts her up for sale. And she sold fairly immediately for two hundred thousand. Um, they find this out when they get back home, and the rednecks come to take her away. And rich man throws a massive tantrum, and his wife throws a massive tantrum, and he gets on the phone with the guy, and he's like, "She was never for sale. She's not for sale. She, you know, this is all bullshit." Meanwhile, the rednecks are, you know, they gone inside, so they're getting GG, and they've injected her with something put her on a stretcher and they're starting to take her away when the wife kicks off with them and she's like no you can't take her and then you have the other human traffickers from earlier in the movie show up and they're like well we're not taking her if there's going to be a problem is there a problem and they were just like nah uh i guess there is a problem so they just don't take her and then she dies like i'm not even joking they the like after that happens, they bring her in and, and rich man's like, oh, we'll get you a new identity. We'll buy you a new one if we have to. You're free to go. You can go home. You can leave. You can have your old life back. And she's just like, fuck that. I don't want my own life back. She won't speak. Um, and she just 
wants to stay there. And um, then we like fade into sort of her in her cage in the morning and the housekeeper finding her. And it's like, oh my God, Gigi. So she's just, I'm guessing it's the stuff they injected her. I, I, I mean, what else could it be? I don't know. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's the movie. He takes her ashes and spreads her ashes over the beach where she once ran. And that is it. It was abysmal. The acting was terrible. The premise was stupid. I mean, I love pet play. I love puppies. You know, human puppies are great. I have one. <laughs> but nothing like this happens. I have never seen someone's goals to be conditioned to the point to where they don't remember that they're human. And I've certainly never seen it happen in two fucking days. I mean, the best dom on the planet is not going to have you in in permanent subspace like that after two days. It's just not realistic. It doesn't... Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I'm ranting. I've, I've devolved into ranting at this point. Um, but it is just so bad. It's so poorly done. The human trafficking, organ harvesting connection, I don't get it. I don't get why he wants a human pet when he lost his dog. I don't get if he must be a human trafficker, right? He must be to even have had the idea. He must be around it to know the people, to have the connections. I just, the whole movie is stupid. Like, I, I can't, I'm not even call it bad. It's just stupid. It's bad too, but it is really, it's not worth watching at all. At all under any premise. If you want to watch it and see the horror that is The Pet 2006, it is on YouTube in its entirety. Um, a couple of hot scenes, a couple of good training scenes, but overall, it's pointless and idiotic. And I think it was a massive waste of time. Whoever signed off on this movie just, they made a mistake. They, they, it should have never been made. It should have never been made under any circumstances because it makes no fucking sense at all. Like, I mean, it, I'm not saying the premise is complicated and there's like some deeper meaning. No, the, the connection they're trying to make between kink and human trafficking is stupid. The connection they're trying to make... and uh, Okay, and what... One more thing, sorry. I know I was I was flowing there, but I have to mention this as well. At the end, it has countries that it lists that have human trafficking issues, and all of them are for sexual things. No mention of organ harvesting, even though that was the whole thing that they were talking about through the through the movie. The whole reason they were supposedly trafficking these people is for organ har harvesting. You know, but so none of it it's like they're trying to force an issue to be there where there isn't they're trying to force some sort of message into this absolute pile of shit of a film and it just doesn't work because it's stupid <laughs> it doesn't work at all um so i know it's a short review and i feel like it's a short review you know i feel like other movies that I've reviewed, it's gone on longer because there are actual insights into the lifestyle that the movies bring up that I think are really important or really fun to talk about. But this has absolutely none of that. Uh, we aren't human traffickers. 
pets do have a day job most of the time. They are puppy when they can be puppy and when they have to be a big boy, they get up and they put on their big boy clothes and they go to work and they live their lives. Um, and human trafficking is, again, not okay and not something that any of us have anything to do with whatsoever. So, also, you know what? Every single man in this movie is an absolute piece of shit. Every single one. The boyfriend's abusive. The boyfriend of the Asian chick just straight gave her to somebody for collateral for a loan and then was and then they never heard from him again. She he just here uh, you're enslaved now. Uh the pet trainer, the master, clearly a human trafficker, whether they say it or not, he's got to be. I mean, what the fuck else could he be to be involved with these people? And every you know, there is not a single likable character in the entire movie. At the end of the day, I was rooting for the dead cat. I was just like, at this point, can we just have the dead cat come back to life and zombify everyone? Just go on a rampage and take some people out because I don't give a shit about any of them. None of them. <laughs> I mean, the wife seemed nice, I guess. Maybe? I, I just don't... I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get the connection they're trying to make or the point they're trying to prove. So... That is where I'm going to leave this one. You can watch it if you dare. I advise against it because it's shit. Now let's go to our kink of the week. Alright guys and girls. This week's kink of the week of course is puppy play. Now real puppy play. First of all the puppies aren't trafficked. <laughs> Secondly uh, they find fulfillment and they find freedom through being a puppy or acting like a puppy. Um, they like to be walked on a lead. They like tummy scratches generally. They like to play fetch. Um, they, puppies are generally kind of adorable. I love them. I really do. I love human puppies. They're so cute. And they really do feel a release from this. You know, they, they get to play and have fun and just be obedient to their masters. You know, obviously they, they learn all of the standard commands, sit, heal, um, roll over, all of these. You can train a puppy, a human puppy to do or to act in any capacity, just like you would a bio dog. Um, you can have a human puppy that you train as an attack dog or a guard dog. You can have one that you train as a retriever, as uh, you can train them on a, in agility. It's really down to each individual puppy's skills and abilities and if they have a loving master to teach them. So a salute this week to puppy play, real actual puppy play that is consensual and fun and doesn't involve you losing your kidneys. <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10. I recommend this kink. I love it so much. Um, if you are a puppy, or you've engaged in puppy play, or you just are a handler even, and you have your own puppies, I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can email me at legionafterdark at gmail.com. And uh, now that that's open, I can actually read my messages. Also, for those of you that have emailed in while my laptop has been broken, I have not gotten a chance to go through them all yet, but I will be going through them all and rereading everyone's messages that I've missed out on. I once again apologize for that. 
Now, without further ado, this week's song to sing to, The Stooges, Now I Want to Be Your Dog. Thank you once again for joining me on Legion After Dark. I was your host, Lady M. Swan, and I will see you next week.